0: From your head down to your feet That's right, all you weird, haunted, big toes and sort of clown-looking zombie old men and
1: just, uh,
0: scarecrows,
1: I guess? I feel like you're not being very nice.
0: I'm just thinking about all the covers of the books that scared me. Oh. Today we're talking about scary stories to tell in the dark. We're about to go see the movie in a Ooh. little bit. <laughs> There's ghosts. There's all
1: kinds of stuff. Spooky scary.
0: I'm getting ready.
1: (laughs) I'm getting actually I just realized this is kind of like our first I mean obviously we're horror like year round, but this is like our first inauguration into fall because it's like a very like Halloween classic. Um Uh I grew up pretty terrified of these I mean terrified of them in a way that I loved them. I loved reading these books when I was younger, but they were also really well written and really creepy. Like
0: Yeah, honestly, let's just get into it. Um, What are some of your memories of this book series?
1: I remember it being my first real brush with horror, not in a sense that I could control, because, like, I grew up with a lot of older cousins who exposed me to movies that I should not have been exposed to. I'm realizing now the weird movie that, like, oddly traumatized me when I was younger was... um, Oh, no. What's it gonna be? (laughs) Well, it, um, it was one of the Chucky movies, but it was also one of the Tarantino... What's the Tarantino movie with all of the dudes? That
0: went such Resinmore a different dogs. way. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs yeah. is really disturbing yeah. as a kid.
1: It's, why did I see that as a child? I don't know. Because that, you have cousins. Yeah. You have older male cousins. Yeah, but and, that and Child's Play. Like, when Chucky gets up in the factory and, like, that last scene... I don't know. I don't remember which one that is, but that... That was traumatized. Or were you asking specifically about... Um, Scary Stories Tell in the Dark. I was
0: asking specifically about Scary Stories <laughs> tell in the Dark, but I kind of like where we're going with this, yeah. because I was scared as shit of Chucky, yeah. too. I think, just as a kid, that's a really scary movie. Yeah. And, kind of how I'll get to, like, with my experience with Scary Stories in the Dark... I wasn't really allowed to see or view a lot of like scarier things just Mm -hmm. because, like, I came from a pretty religious family. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of almost scarier to me because so much of what I experienced, especially child's play, was from other kids telling me about it.
1: And it was just my
0: imagination. So it was so scary.
1: That's actually way worse. That's like why books are scarier than when the movie cup happens because it's like, you know, when you see the monster, it's not always as scary.
0: Yeah, like Child's Play is kind of goofy once yeah. you've seen it. You know,
1: I was I was hoping to. Like, remember, hey, Mac! I'm a doll. I was literally just gonna say I was so relieved to revisit it as an adult and realize that it's campy as fuck. Like it's not really, it's not supposed to be really campy, but the character that that Chucky is is hilarious. Like he's not like a sinister, terrifying person. He's just this. He's just he's he's I don't know man I don't even know what to say he's like on a mission but he's not because he's just a murderous doll it's just too much <laughs> he reminds me of the little gangster from Looney Tunes he goes
0: hey Mugsy why I wanna yeah that yeah,
1: guy? yeah 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 okay I see that
0: but yeah okay I guess specifically yeah <laughs> from yeah. scary stories to tell in the dark what are some of your more memorable moments. Like, what are your experiences with
1: it? Um I read, I think, all of them. I don't... Oh, I, you did? Yeah. So I think I had... What were there? There's, there's more than three... I I think there's three official ones. There's three official ones, but then there's, like, um, not anthologies, but there's just, like, other versions. Not versions, but just, like, other little versions. Yeah. I know I've read three. I want to say that there are... I feel like there's two other versions because I feel like I've seen five volumes together, but I might be making that up. I'm going to check that later, and when we come back after the movie, I will correct myself if I need to. But those... Of those three, I feel like um, my experience... I don't really remember a lot of specific moments other than that one I was telling you about before, like the um that one where they're like going to a dance and they like see an accident on the way home and I think the person that they're with has like been in the accident the mm-hmm. whole time. So that's the only one that I remember clearly, and then I remember oh, and the one of the person who like literally died of fear because they had stepped on their own shoelace and they thought somebody was holding their foot.
0: Oh, that one's so good. That
1: one was just because it's like I, that's what I liked about them. Some of them were supernatural, um, some of them were literally just, like, eerie, like, Darwin Award type shit, mm-hmm. and, like, other ones were just, like, straight up sinister, like, serendipity. I don't know. Well,
0: don't. one of my favorite ones, not to, please, put in here, no, no. but, was the song we just listened to, which Harley <laughs> Poe, as always, covered brilliantly, um, yeah. the Hearst song. It's just a song with literal, like, music written to it, so you can play the her song if you want. And it's gushy and gory, and there's guts and worms and bugs, and even Adult Sam loves it. Like, yeah. I turn into such a little kid when I hear that song, it just puts a smile on my face.
1: I think it's a really cool thing. <clears throat> I know you already really loved Harley Poe, but when you explained to me that that song, like, was... From, and I remember, after you told me, I remembered reading that. But I just thought it was so cool that they, like, recorded it and included it. I think that's mm-hmm. really, it's special and it's uh, very, it's perfect for them. But it's also, like, I'm just so glad to have that song be a real thing because it's, it's the best. Definitely. I mean, even though it's, like, spooky scary. Oh,
0: man, all these werewolves I'm or sorry, around I'm here. I'm sorry, I
1: yeah, know, I keep saying it, I don't mean so, to.
0: Do you mind going into some of the scarier moments you've had with this book? Because I know you're being brave tonight watching this movie if you don't want to talk about it that's totally fine
1: well what do you mean I know
0: that you have some you have some history with these books I know there are some stories that really scare you
1: yeah I'm gonna honestly I'm gonna need to revisit them because I really think I might have blocked them out because for me it's just like one big blur of like this is real deal even if it's young adult like Pre- like, I remember just like giving myself like a mental like proceed with caution even though I knew they weren't that terrible they're like PG13 but Oh I remember so.
0: last year on Halloween you were reading them out loud to me on the way home Oh I had and, to
1: stop Yeah
0: like we, I was scared too I mean I oh, think yeah. it was more one of the like gross ones
1: Yeah but, I don't like body horror Yeah or they yeah. had
0: something to do with bugs and under the skin and Yeah, just weird. yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah
1: yeah, that stuff I can't do. So I think that's the thing, too, is, like, it... And I remember the cover, honestly, used to really get to me. Like, the... I think it's somebody, like, it's a skull with, like, an... There's something through the eye.
0: I think that's the witch or the, or the yeah, zombie. Yeah, missing yeah an eye. yeah. The covers were... Horrifying. The, the covers were basically my and entire... And
1: honestly... Oh, please, go on. No, no, no. I just wanted to ask, do we know anything... I, when we come back, I want to uh, talk more about the artist of those books. Because the art in those books... Is amazing. Oh, it's incredible. I
0: can't remember the guy's name. Yeah. We'll look it up when we get back. Definitely. But what I was gonna say was the art on those books were my whole relationship with them. For yeah. most of my childhood, I went to a Christian school, so we didn't have them at book fair. I was kind of a chicken, so I I I didn't really want a lot to do with them, but I was also really intrigued. So <laughs> a lot of a lot of my interaction was, oh, when I go to the library if you've ever been to a Borders Books in your whole fucking life, I'm sure you've seen the books propped up <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace Borders I Books, know. by the way. Oh, I've missed that place so much. For real. It's awesome. If I could do one thing, like in my life, if money, time, if literally I could do whatever I want, zero consequences, I would go to 1997 and be the manager of a blockbuster.
1: A Blockbuster? Yeah. I thought you were going to say something about Borders. But no. Blockbuster, you have a special relationship with. I understand that.
0: Borders and Blockbuster just... They, they <laughs> hit the same, like, place in my heart, Yeah, I think.
1: yeah, I understand that.
0: Rest in peace, both you fuckers. Yeah, rest in peace
1: forever. Ugh, you
0: let me down.
1: But as we stream, like, four different channels. You...
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I didn't read those books, honestly, till I was kind of found horror... Proper, you know, in, in junior high, when I started watching, like, oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and, like, Zombie and all that type of stuff, I kind of, like, all my friends were like, no, these are actually still pretty cool. Yeah, all, yeah, yeah. Again, just, like, squishy and gross and slimy and...
1: Well, that's what I like about them is it's, like, more than one type of horror, so I really think that's why so many kids like them. Like, I wasn't, like we talk about, you have a much more broad and, like, accepting, like, um like taste for horror and I'll watch all that stuff with you and I really like it but I would say like my wheelhouse is probably more stuff that's like supernatural like zombies and just like other monsters and creatures I don't really like a lot of like real life horror mm-hmm. It's like too- but at the same time I also do so it's just there's I have really weird <laughs> specific lines I mostly just can't fucking chill with body horror I'm terrible with it
0: yeah, you don't do, like... I
1: can't. Well, there was not one movie. I don't remember what it was, but I just remember there was one movie we watched where there was just, like, something growing out of this lady, and it was...
0: It it's was, so sad that I... You don't even know... I which literally one. can't even start the list, because there's so many I yeah, can think yeah, of all yeah. the time. Yeah, I honestly head.
1: really want to figure out which one after we're off when we... On our way to... The, I'm so glad we're going to the drive-ins for this. Yeah,
0: we haven't mentioned that yet. yeah. Scots are going to the drive in tonight Woo! everybody. I'm so excited. We
1: haven't been in a while. What mm. was the last thing we saw at the drive-ins?
0: Oh, man, that terrible, um, the key movie. The key movie? The key movie. Oh, what's, it's the horror series. They're actually pretty cool, except there's, like, the Darth Maul. <clears throat> Monster and the upside
1: down, not the. Oh, upside- Insidious. Insidious, yeah. yeah. Thank
0: you. We got there. We got there. Everybody. As
1: soon as you said Darth Maul monster, I was. It's funny because earlier when I was talking about revealing the monster, it's not scary anymore. I was literally thinking about the dude from Insidious. Nice. So that's. Yeah, really I had funny. a weed
0: pen earlier.
1: Yeah, whatever. What okay, are I'm
0: about to go see a movie. What's your excuse?
1: i have a little. The so hell's your excuse, everybody? So what? Yeah, yeah I have a, a little, little lit, lit So
0: what? <laughs> Alright, we definitely need to do an episode on the stupid fucking campaign. Oh, I love that movie we, so uh, much.
1: I'm pretty sure we now own both versions on Amazon.
0: We own it on DVD, and we own two <laughs> versions on Amazon. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure it's on on-demand, too. Oh,
0: it's such a terrible Zach Galifianakis. It is not vehicle. terrible.
1: It is it's it is art. We love it. It is, a, it is an artifact of our generation. Oh,
0: like, oh, Weird Vibes co-signs the campaign. Like, when, for sure. when
1: the wealthy... Like, rewrite history. The campaign is gonna be the closest we have to the reality of like what our campaigns were like this past what? when ten years?
0: When they rewrite history, Dana?
1: Yeah, they're going to because they're gonna win everything.
0: All right, scary story to the bit the bit of scary stories to tell in the dark. Um, we'll see you later.
1: Or were you' saying that is a scary story?
0: No, I'm just <sighs> yeah, so I'm really looking forward to this movie. I don't really know what to expect. I know I'm really excited for it. Like I just said, um, we definitely have a lot of friends that have already recorded podcasts about it. Forever Midnight just put out one today. Um, They also put out the big toe figure a few months ago, so Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have any left, but go to Forever Midnight and buy their Scary Stories big haunted toe.
1: I definitely remember that story. Yuck.
0: It's disgusting.
1: Okay, so I do know I drifted a lot, but I wanted to ask, do we know, is this, like, an anthology movie, or are they doing that thing where they're just gonna play it as, like, a set of people who are... Because I honestly saw the, the, the trailer once and I forgot it, or is it, like, one set of people moving through a story that plays out a lot of those stories? I think it's an anthology. Okay. I would
0: assume. I have no idea, though. I'm not going to really lie. I'm
1: really excited. I'm really excited. Even though I'm, like, creeped out. Especially because we're going to be in our car. Like, honestly, this is the material of one of these stories. Oh, I'm so
0: excited to go to a horror movie. Bob Briggs is smiling at us right now from Texas.
1: But you packed such a good snack bag.
0: Oh, yeah. We're Ooh. smuggling smuggling snacks in. Can cause... you
1: not bring snacks into the drive Of course not. Ooh, we're going to get blacklisted.
0: It's a secure location. Why would you be able to bring snacks in? Yeah, that's true. You know we're still going to buy snacks, though. Yeah,
1: we are. I really like IC's. Oh,
0: snack pirate. All right, um, <laughs> we're going to go watch this movie and make sandwiches before we go. But before we go, Dana doesn't know about this. Um, I found a bunch of notes that I've been writing for the podcast for a long time on my phone. Uh-huh. Do you mind if we just go through a few of them before we sign off?
1: Yeah, please. Alright, hold
0: on, let me get to this it. This is
1: a great catch-up episode, it's absolutely fine with me.
0: <laughs> Alright. Number one. Into the Spider-Verse is Last Action Hero. That's the literal note I wrote.
1: What is Last Action Hero?
0: The Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where oh. the kid jumps into the movie with a golden ticket. I think it's the like <gasps> most underrated Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, movie I ever. Oh, I love
1: that movie.
0: Into the Spider-Verse is basically just Last Action Hero with Spider-Verse.
1: is absolutely not true, and I don't agree with that at all. <clears throat> <laughs> Point
0: two. <laughs> I'd like to see an R-rated Captain Planet. And I don't mean an R-rated Captain Planet like the Don Cheadle video. That's I mean like, like a boring... Like,
1: <clears throat> like, an, like a Homelander? I want
0: to see Planet. it like the Dark Knight. Oh. Where it's slow and serious and gray.
1: Well, we're about to see that this next decade on our planet, so. We just have to have somebody deluded enough to dress like that.
0: Bernie Sanders just dies
1: his hair <laughs> green and grows a mullet. Somebody
0: just Captain Planet, he's it's a it's hero.
1: Says he so wears red underpants all the time. Oh my gosh. Alright, that's
0: kind of all I have for now. Let's go watch this movie, dog. <laughs> <laughs> the worms crawl in, the worms crawl out, the worms play We're back, dummies! <laughs> We're back, you <laughs> <your> fucking idiots. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my god, that was a Canadian masterpiece. Was it Canadian? I looked it up. <laughs> Definitely filmed in Ontario.
1: Okay, nerd.
0: Okay, that movie... I don't know, what did you think? I have a lot of opinions.
1: Uh, no, go for it. I want to hear you.
0: That movie got a, like an 80%, you know?
1: From you or from rating. And that's society? still a B.
0: That's, that's a B.
1: From you that's or from the... like a rating company? Oh, from me. Okay, all right.
0: You could tell there was a lot of Guillermo del Toro in it. Producing. And you could tell that there was just a lot of... Canadian-ass producing that felt like a Goosebumps episode or an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode.
1: See, maybe, you know, and I always say this, I just, I feel like I'm a really bad person to ask for movie opinions because I'm just so glad anybody showed up. And I'm I'm just so happy for people for achieving things, but like it's not that I'm, it's not that I have like a low bar for things. It's that like I'm entertained. And I thought it I, maybe it's because they were like teenagers or I don't know what it was, but I really liked it and I didn't really notice anything about like,
0: oh, I have no complaints, and 80%'s a B, like I said. And also, I enjoyed the fuck out of myself. I'm just saying, it was canadian as shit
1: i also do think that gamo del toro's um, influence as far as like effects go is you can see it from a mile away and no matter what he, what it's in it, it i'm i'm assuming it's like 15 to 20 points of your 80% tbh again
0: yeah. yeah to be honest with you yeah <laughs>
1: In case you're not a youngster. Oh my gosh, whatever. <laughs> okay, so I do have some uh, clarifications from the from the first 15 minutes that we recorded. Some things that I discovered from some of the nonsense that we babbled. I said something about five books. I don't know what. I was probably seeing some weird like mimic anthology because it was true. It's a trilogy. It's those three books you were talking about. Well, they
0: got repackaged a few times. Because I know yeah, we have okay. the anthology. We have that's the right. one that's that all three be... books combined.
1: That might be what it was, too. Maybe I just saw it on the shelf and I just, you know, when you're not, like, in elementary school, like, scouring the library from the 18,000th time... You just don't really, like, know which one is, like, real or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did discover that, uh, so the writer we found out was Alvin Schwartz, the illustrator. We talked about the illustrations being really intense and He's really so cool. so killer-dealer, man. Uh, Stephen Gamble. So I really, honestly, after we're finished with this, I really want to, like, look him up and, like, look and see if he did. Because I'm sure he just has, like, prints and art. He has some really cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, so have you looked into it? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. All right, cool. Um, so then, Sam also, uh, I want to just be honest, it's not, like, right after the movie, we did take some time, uh, we watched some stuff on YouTube about, not other people's opinions, because I really liked what you said when we were watching that, like, you don't want to, like, uh, taint our opinions with other, because it is true, like, your ideas do get shaped by the things that you hear, and, like, your opinions get shaped by other people's ideas about things, so I'm glad that you changed that, but I do really like, there was, like, a ranking of the monsters that I like. Definitely,
0: just to kind of get us more... Familiar to kind of really solidify what we saw. Yeah. Because that movie was super dark. Yeah. We saw it. I I had so much fun at the drive-in. We'll talk more about it later. But I couldn't see shit.
1: <laughs> you know, like Oh, you mean like you don't mean dark like emotionally dark. You mean it was lit, really. Yeah, I couldn't oh, okay. see anything. <laughs> I always do this with you. So, and that's why I was
0: telling you in the middle of the movie like I love this experience. This is incredible. It's getting me ready for Halloween. It was yeah like, it was one of the best movie going experiences I I've ever had. I
1: love having a drive-in theater. <laughs>
0: That being said, mm-hmm. I couldn't see fucking anything,
1: Honestly, dog. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's another thing too. Is like, so we live in Sacramento, and it's not it's not the worst time of year to go to an eight o'clock movie. It's it's it was dark. It was fully dark. But I will say that like Sacramento this time of year doesn't really get fully dark. So like, not only is there always that bit of like city light, and like, oh, the sky is like way more dark blue than it is like black black. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, on top of that it was a really dark movie that was not super well Yeah, lit. there was a lot and of nighttime scenes. Yeah. There was a lot of haunted
0: house scenes. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut oh, you no, off. No, no,
1: no, you're fine. I was just going to say that the resolution, too, was just, like, definitely, like, I love our drive-in theater. It's digital anyway. It's great quality, but it is still, like, you're kind of far away from the screen, so it was, like, no matter what you saw, I'm sure. Yeah, but, I
0: mean, to be honest with you, though, like, that Little Boys being Shitheads movie, like, whatever it's <laughs> called, like, I don't know, it was playing at the next screen over... And it wasn't a haunted house scary movie. And you could see fucking everything. I kept looking over and I was like, wait, is the screen just like dark? Is the projector wrong? I think it's just that it's because it's a scary movie and everything's tinted so dark. I think it's just hard to... And that screen too is kind of facing... A parking lot and a freeway. So, I I don't know. I'm just, I'm I'm really excited to see it again. Sorry, keep going.
1: No, no, no. I know we're talking a lot about the lighting, but I do forget. uh, The last movie I saw, not the last movie I saw there, but I saw Where the Wild Things Are at the drive ins as well. And I remember kind of thinking the same thing because it was kind of a darker movie emotionally, but it was also filmed a little bit darker because there was a lot of like, A lot of movie made
0: me want to, like, die. It was
1: so sad. James (laughs) Gandolfini
0: is that big (laughs) goof. I don't want to talk about it. It's so Let's fun. move. Moving on.
1: Moving on. Um, do you want to talk about that ranking? or Okay, tell me your ranking first. How did you feel about the monsters?
0: I really liked them. Mm-hmm. Again, like, there was so much good in this movie. There was so much goofy shit in this movie, too. Like, I don't think that... it's The Jangly Man, right? Yeah. I don't want to, <laughs> because I don't want to give... Are we giving spoilers? Yeah. Yeah, spoilers, okay. Sorry, so fuck you if you haven't seen it yet. No, no we've, we've done spoilers
1: or... on every episode at this point. It's kind of like a tradition. Yeah, but like... Or like a given.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Jangly Man is kind of underwhelming. It wasn't one of my favorite stories, like, in the books. Um, I get not to rely too much on, oh, things we saw on YouTube, but when we were looking at some more stuff... They were talking about how you saw the Jankly man so much that it just kind of stopped being scary at a certain
1: point. Oh yeah.
0: That and that—that's a lot of some of the Canadianness I'm talking <laughs> about as far as production value goes. It was just there was so many good things, and I—I'm I'm, going to answer your question. My no, favorite things, and I didn't—I don't mean to start complaining right off the bat because I really did like this movie, I just think it was kind of goofy at a lot of points. Yeah. Of and course. again, it was so close to being finished that the stuff that wasn't quite good really showed up because it was so close to being finished yeah. and it was so good in other areas.
1: Is there something you know about it that I don't about it being finished or not? No, 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 no. I, I mean, I or might be how like, it
0: feels I might be totally wrong about this. I think, and please, I mean, whoever's listening, please correct me if I'm wrong. I think Guillermo del Toro left at a certain point. I think he had some problems with it. And I'm not saying, totally as sure. Yeah. Okay. And because I, I know I was really excited when I found out he was involved with this. Yeah. That was kind of what I was counting on. Yeah. And it really had some great moments. It was really dark. It also felt like a kid's movie. It, it felt a lot like the books. Yeah. To where it was darker than I was expecting while being appropriate for, like, an 11-year-old. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I
1: thought that was a really great balance that they still preserved that, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and again, like, I I love the gross stuff. I uh. think that the big toe was my favorite uh. part of the movie. Yeah. I really liked it. Okay. I loved the stew. I love how they... Because, I mean... Like if you've seen the movie, like we're talking about it, obviously we're spoiling it, so you've probably seen it. They they change up all the stories just slightly, just to kind of fit the narrative. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the stew story with the big toe with the, Yeah. I loved it. It they was so gross. It was well. so funny. It
1: was super nasty. Um, I will say that was also hilarious. Um, that was probably one of the points where I was most grateful that we were watching it in a drive-in in our own car. Um, because that scene made me gag so hard. Yeah, you did! (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) I don't, I don't think, I'm not, I don't remember specifically if he, like, bites directly into the toe, because I also looked away, but I also just, like, oh god, okay, um, but, excuse me. I just remember at that point, kind of, like, registering that, like, oh, if the stew had appeared, as soon as his mom said that she hadn't made it, I was like, oh my god, there's well, a somebody cooked it. I was it. like, there's a fucking... And then, plus, too, if your mom says she didn't cook something, your first reaction was like, oh, I'm gonna just eat this fucking mystery food that my mom doesn't know about.
0: Yeah, Are I you... was... That was way sus. Hell
1: <laughs> no. Maybe it's just because my mom was, like, very, like, especially about her kitchen, she was very, like, helicopter-y, like, she knew, mm-hmm. her, she knew her kitchen. If my mom said... She she didn't make something. It wasn't like, oh, I made that a while ago and I took it out of the freezer or whatever. It was, I did not make that. Why is your first reaction to put that in? Especially, You know weird shit is going on, kid. Why are you going to put that in your didn't, mouth? It
0: wasn't even, I didn't make that. It was, I don't know where that came it's from. <laughs> sun that came out of my womb. Yes. I don't know. I am not sure about that food's origin that is in our home and he just
1: like he just fucking hangs up on her like it's nothing i'm sure Steve was just like shitty
0: fucking kids i know honestly, i just look back I at mean, myself i was such a shithead
1: okay so he was a pierrot a pro uh, no it's not a pro it's a pierrot guys no, i'm a pierrot a, a pierrot and that's actually because it's a pierrot it's a take on the name pierre added with the o at the with the o-t at the end um so Augie explains several times in the movie but I will explain again for you he is um a 17th century like stock character of like a mime or clown and that character usually in those scenarios pines after uh, a character named Columbine who usually breaks uh, like easy Breaks his
0: 1999.
1: heart. Breaks his heart. That's way darker than you need to be right now, and leaves him for a character who's named Harlequin. So these are just kind of like those other stock characters, which is really interesting because that's kind of also, uh, if you think about it, this is a movie about not stock characters, but they are taking these like background stories that so many, so many of us know, like as like the darker side of our like fairy tales that we grew up with. And, like, taking them and, like, you know, creating movies out of them, which is basically what Disney did with all of the, like, grim tales that he, like, co-opted Disney stories Sorry, I don't want to go
0: there. How did you feel about it not being a anthology? I know we were talking about, we were kind of counting on it being an anthology.
1: I'm really glad it was. And I think that that... Really? Like, yeah. Because an anthology would have been weird. Um, nah. Anthology, I really like. So I don't need liked. to play my hand early. No, 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 you're fine. Um, do you want to play your hand right now? No, no,
0: no please go on, go uh, on.
1: VHS and ABCs of Death, which are dark as hell, honestly, and like now that I look back on them, like I just feel like they might have been like a little more traumatizing than I'd be willing to like go for myself now. But I will say that that type of movie that plays really well to an anthology, that type of format, really did. I'm sure these genius like creators would find a way to make it a great anthology. But I appreciated that it was a story that they kind of wove in. Do you know why I also liked it? Why? Because it kind of reminded me of how in Cabin in the Woods they like oh when they like picked up items they like did stuff and then you kind of yeah that out, was pretty cool. You kind of like figured out that it was based off of like oh the kid's fears, right? But each of these kids kind of like does something to instigate the like weird shit that happens to them. Not does something, but like I don't know. I just feel like it's almost kind of connected in a way that I might need to know about by like watching more of those videos that you were making us watch, mm-hmm. or um, you know, reading, <laughs> making us watch, or like reading more about it. What I I just didn't put them on, but I really liked them. Watch Mojo, right? Is that what it was? I have
0: no fucking. Idea. <laughs>
1: Oh man, I totally forgot where I was going. Well, then I'm gonna go over the ranking that they put for monsters, and then we can talk about our ranking.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: So theirs from least scary to uh, most scary. I guess it wasn't. Mo- it was kind of just like overall monster. There was like a lot of different factors that they played into it, and they had very good reasoning. It was Watch Mojo on YouTube, and I really enjoyed that. Like it was just like one of the things that came up, but I thought it was really it was a great video. So um,
0: yeah, because we watched a bunch, and they ended yeah. up being. All from that channel, right? Yeah, I
1: think so. So they said that uh, this the least scary was uh, the spiders, not because it wasn't really gross, because it is really gross, but because the spiders themselves, when they come out, aren't super horrifying, and they don't have a lot of screen time, so it's not super, like,
0: intense. So the red spot is <laughs> the story that I know fucks with you the most. When I was asking you in the first half of the show, hey, is there anything you want to share? Hey, is there anything i was kind of asking you about the red spot
1: yeah oh were you yeah oh okay so uh, so another reason too that this like weirdly affects me is like i've literally i once had this like really bad like ingrown on the side of my leg and i remember i went to bed one night and i had a nightmare okay so also more background there's this fantasy writer um James Clemens, who writes a series called Witchfire. The first one is Witchfire, and then there's, like, another couple books. And in one of them, there's this, like, spider witch who walks around hella fucking pregnant, right? And then she just sits down in the forest because she's trying to look for this girl, right? She sits down in the forest, and you think she's going into labor, but this bitch isn't going into labor. She's just sitting down because her womb full of spiders is about to fucking eject all of these spiders all over, right? So these thousands and thousands and Uh. thousands of tiny spiders like come out of her body and they all go in different directions to basically be her like spider spies but wait she
0: doesn't die
1: no she's not pregnant she's literally just this like she
0: doesn't explode what i thought you
1: said she exploded no 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 she that's that's her whole womb and it literally it's not that she's pregnant her stomach just deflates and then she looks normal when they're like when they leave and then later on in the book, they encounter her again, and all the spiders come back, and she like swells up, hella pregnant. It's so gross. It's terrible. So wait, then, I have a question. Yeah, as a woman, uh-huh. <laughs> if you were pregnant
0: with spiders, uh huh, would you rather just explode, or would you rather have to give birth to thousands of spiders? Okay,
1: this is gonna sound super dumb, um, but I feel like you I, can't
0: abort them.
1: I'm not gonna abort them especially if they are spiders. My main thing about giving birth is that a head feels like it would really hurt on my pelvic bone. I think there's t- thousands of spiders. Listen but- to me, I feel like giving birth to spiders no matter how many there were would be fairly easy. The only request, <laughs> the only request I would make is a type of okay, so hear me out. This is going to get kind of gross.
0: Do it. Please. A, a
1: type of like a like imagine like a like a cone that you put on a dog, but put it as a funnel excuse me listen, just listen <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. you put it as like a funnel as i like go into spider labor so that none of them touch it's
0: like me. a poodle skirt
1: or no, listen no 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 between no because i don't want them to touch me they can leave i will not hurt them i that's fine i brought you into this world you can go on and live in it and kill thousands of insects for us that's fine my only thing is don't Fucking touch me.
0: But you feel them crawling out. No. No,
1: no, no. I don't feel them crawling out. Yeah, you do. Because that would just feel like peeing. It wouldn't matter. No,
0: no, no. You feel little legs crawling out of your body.
1: Here's the thing you don't know what it's like to have a vagina, so I don't care. That's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) How did we even get uh, here? Oh, yeah, the red spot. Yeah, so spiders. So, so I thought that school. Go- oh, but you don't- didn't
1: even let me tell you that was giving birth to spiders. But really, the whole reason this horrifies me is because I had a nightmare after reading that book and also reading this story from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. So
0: many of the nightmares you've told me about from your childhood are from. From what? This. Book series. Yeah, of
1: course they we are. We found
0: out like last night that so many of the things were like, yeah, I had this reoccurring yeah. nightmare as a child. And it was like, yeah, just one of the fucking no, stories. And I had no the idea book. that
1: literally all of them were literally just things that I saw in this. I'm like, oh, this is one of those stories? I didn't know that. All right, Four on the Watch Mojo Monster rank. So the next one that's scarier, but still not super scary, Jangly Man.
0: Yeah, I'm not super into Jangly Man, to be honest with you. And we talked about it a little bit earlier. but
1: So I wasn't, I was very confused by the lyrics because I didn't remember the story. So I didn't realize that those weird lyrics that they kept saying and Jangly Man were from the same story. So I kept waiting for something else to show up. And then when we were watching the Watch Mojo ranking, I was like, oh, that was the Jangly Man story. They were like connected. and
0: apparently the dog was singing the lyrics, which was one of the like <coughs> goofy ass things in the original book was yeah, the yeah, dog yeah. was singing his
1: song. Yeah. Which is
0: funny. But Honestly, no. as, like, somebody who reads, the, like, Bizarro Fiction now. But, <laughs> but.
1: but then when I was looking at it, I remember seeing those lyrics and being like, yeah, I remember seeing this story in the book and being really weirded out by it. Like, what? It like, just
0: wasn't that like, scary. It's not even,
1: like, out of place. It just felt, I guess it, no, it did. It felt out of place in that, in, the, in a series of stories that are so strong, I think, is what it was. I'm
0: like, I know we're going to talk about it later, and I know, like, there's an actual main Plot to the story, too. Yeah. But, like, I think that the dream should have been kind of the main story, or Harold should have been the main story. The
1: Scarecrow. I felt or... like the Scarecrow was the one that gave me the most cabin in the Woods vibes. Because Harold was, like, he got introduced really quickly. He happened to be there already. It was, like, set up. When everybody know it's everybody who
0: has any affiliation with scary stories to tell in the dark. Knows exactly what that scarecrow is
1: for sure, but I also think that like they intended that in the way that he was kind of like the foundational, like one of the main farms in the town. Like, that's, okay, so it's not that it wasn't, it's just that there's also like it's a short story, there's not really a way to make Harold a like a Harold's story doesn't lend itself to making like a huge, um, like tale out of it. Where like the Sarah Bellows story, what is it, the haunted house where. It's a, so it's really honestly very loosely based if you think about it. Because that one's like a wife buried in the cellar. And then the person who discovers her, she convinces them to tell the truth about their death. So it's kind of the same, but it's not really. It's like very this, loosely based in that. And this is about,
0: she discovers that there what is it, there's something in the water supply of the town that's poisoning There's mercury
1: people. that poisons the kids in the town. And because she knows the truth about her family, no... Her family knows that her family knows that what they've done to the water poisons them like puts mercury in the water and that it, that's what poisoned the kids. Right. Uh-huh. They know that she is about, she's like basically talking because like she knows that kids are sick and she's like this really compassionate, sweet kid. And she gets locked back up in the cellar because she, like, wants to be honest about it. And they convince her. Like, they, like, put they like commit her to a, ho- a mental hospital. Yeah, she gets,
0: like, yellow-roomed because yeah. she's trying to save her town. Exactly.
1: room with the yellow wallpaper. Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Um, She gets put into an asylum where her, it's, like, her older brother or, like, somebody else in her family is the main uh, doctor. Yeah,
0: her older brother is one half of the team of doctors who is... Treating her and like the woman runs her the hospital with a yeah. big
1: asterisk yeah. <laughs> Next to so it. Yeah. So they're like um, doing like electro electroshock therapy, they're doing all of they're doing isolation therapy. They're doing all of these things and then while they're doing they're also trying to convince her that she's the one who hurt those kids and that she was the one who poisoned them because they needed an out and they needed her to forget that there was poison in the water. Mm-hmm. So they find a weird, is a wax cylinder. It was like a recording.
0: I was so excited. That, that was really that.
1: cool. Well, can
0: we just, just again with the wax cylinder, I know that's kind of an aside for now, but can we talk about how cool the use of the hearse song that we yeah. heard from Harley Poe earlier. Yeah, yeah, the one that I you mean, enjoy. like not the Harley Poe version, but because the sheet music is included in the book. So it's a you story don't, in itself. Yeah, the yeah. her song is my favorite story in a scary st- <laughs> the scary stories to tell in the dark. And The music was used so thoroughly in the movie, which made me super happy. But anyway, back to the wax cylinder that didn't even have any music on it. I'm sorry.
1: No, you're totally fine. It was a recording of her, like, actually getting that therapy and hearing that. And it's really funny. I hear myself totally off topic because I was technically supposed to be talking about the Jangly Man, but it is we were talking basically about how, like, it's stories that... Lend themselves to being the main plot of this, and that's fine. But I feel like the the haunted house was a really interesting choice. But I didn't realize that like that kind of means that like Sarah Bellows as a character was like kind of made up because that's a really cool story. Like the story it's based off of is kind of similar, but it's a wife who gets killed by the husband. Yeah. And it's not um, it's not Sarah Bellows, so that kind of like surprised me. Um, other than that, uh, the Jangly Man also felt funny because it was. I felt like it was a weird choice of all the stories that could have been picked. Exactly,
0: and that's I think my complaint. Why it wasn't an anthology?
1: Because oh, okay. you had
0: to make it a story. You had to make it all kind of connect,
1: which yeah. they did
0: really well. I'm a fan of this movie. I'm gonna buy it probably, like, like physically, like yeah. when it comes out. Like, yeah. I, like as much as I'm complaining about
1: it, but it was just kind of goofy. <laughs> You th- I mean, yeah, I mean, I understand, but also, like, remember, it was PG-13, these are, like, young adult, like, children's books. But it didn't have anything to do with that.
0: It had to do, and I can I don't know, I just, I just think it would have been, like, stronger as an anthology.
1: I mean, I, honestly, I see your point as far as um, the amount of stories that they had to pick from and the weird choices they had to make to make uh, a cohesive one story.
0: Just because there wasn't but, a master story to begin with.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no,
0: all the individual story, there are, not all of them, there are some weird <laughs> ones, but because there are so many good stories, even the like, the mechanism they used as, like, oh, some kid found the book. Yeah. Just have them read the book. Even have it, like, oh, a 15-minute, like, like, bookend on each... Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, the kid found the thing. Go through the entire anthology... Something affects the kid at the end, 15 minutes. You don't need to get that involved with it. Just tell the story. Well, he
1: could have even had the red spot and had it been, like, a really terrifying way of um, ending the story. And the rest of it could have been him literally starting and stopping reading the book. I think you and I thought the same thing when we saw it, that, like, when we saw them finding a book... That we thought they were going to be doing that. That we thought it was going to be more anthology Like, style. okay, we're
0: going to fall into these yeah. vignettes. Do you think
1: maybe if, like, that thing... I do want to look up if Guillermo del Toro did leave. But do you think that maybe he had more of an anthology feel to, like, idea? Because it felt like the beginnings of it were there. Because, you know, when they're flipping through the book, they did talk about how, like, so many stories were referenced. There's, like, when they flip through the pages, all of the pages that they flip through are real stories. Yeah, like from what
0: I understood, mm-hmm. that's sort of what it was originally. Okay. And I I don't fault anybody for doing this to the movie because a lot of new audiences are gonna be seeing it. You know? Yeah, like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I get Border's Books doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are you gonna find it if you're a little kid? So I get the fact that they need to make this like story. And they definitely left it open for a sequel, oh, okay. so it might be this new franchise. Ooh. And I mean, and I liked it enough to where I would see the next one, so you know I, I don't know.
1: I think you just hit, I always forget how these types of things work, and like all of these things are about, at the end of the day, it's about profit and about yeah. business, right? Maybe they are kind of pacing themselves because it is going to be uh, a series. Because that would make a lot of sense. It would make sense of the choices they made because I feel like there was a lot of more, like, famous stories they could have picked. I know Harold was a favorite, and I know Harold was like, yeah, that a scarecrow one. was, like, I mean, that, I, I had was nightmares so about gross. it. It was so gross. Just as
0: a kid, like, that scarecrow scared the shit out of me. Can we really? talk
1: about, what was the head supposed to be made of?
0: Oh, I don't remember. it. I read that story last Halloween really specifically because it's so good. I don't remember.
1: Because in the movie, it just looks like a corpse, honestly. And it really freaked me out. I it was might like, be like why, a pumpkin why? or something. I think it might be like a weird squash or something for sure. Because there were bugs on it and it was like a weird color. But it was scary. Yeah. He was actually, he was closer to the top of that list. Um, So we're
0: on the, yeah, back to the list, I guess. Yeah,
1: so, but I mean, that's the whole reason that Jangly Man is four on that list is the same reason that we didn't talk about him at all. Just uninteresting. It was just uninteresting. It wasn't, it wasn't even, for me, it was just, it seemed disconnected. And I do like that they kind of threw in that it was each thing that was happening was that kid's fear. So that was a, yeah. you know, a really good way to connect, though. So it just happened to be Ramon's. The Jane Lee Man story was Ramon's fear, so that was fine. But he wasn't. He just wasn't super memorable. They again. They even said that on that uh, Watch Mojo ranking is that he got a lot of screen time, so it just like took away from his like fear factor, I guess. Yeah, uh, but
0: but sorry, I don't mean to interrupt no, you. But go just ahead. before we move on, just because Jangly Man wasn't scary. Doesn't mean I'm not super impressed by the real life contortionist that was the Jangly oh, yeah. Man. A lot of that wasn't CGI. A lot of it fucking was. And you yeah. could really tell. Yeah. But the Jangly Man was a cool ass contortionist and I saw some behind the scenes videos of him doing his thing and he's pretty tight.
1: If you are super curious about who it is, I will post it in the text blog um, of the source uh, where this podcast is hosted. Um, you can check for it there, but as of right now, I don't remember his name. I know it was on Australia's Got Talent that he, like, first showed up, right? As, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once on it was
0: on Australia's Got Talent. Cool. I'm excited you remembered that.
1: I was in that cool video that you showed me. Um, so next on the list is the lady with the big toe, the corpse. So it was the big toe, basically. Yeah, um, that one is disgusting. I I've love already, it. I've already like gagged. Uh, I gagged again. I said that the reason I love one of the reasons I loved being in like a drive in is that I gagged a lot when he was like eating that stew. So I was really glad that nobody else could hear me because it was really grossing me out. When well,
0: just when that eyeball plopped on the ground,
1: oh, it and it was, it's there was a lot.
0: And, like, real-do Holyfield? Uh
1: Uh-huh,
0: yeah. That stew looked pretty good, (laughs) like, before the toe toe
1: came to the top. No. I would eat that stew. No, no, no.
0: I mean, without the toes.
1: I mean, that's not what we're talking about. There was already body parts in it. That's not part of the question. It was already... In its in its inception, it was a body part stew.
0: But it was magic stew.
1: I'm not having this conversation with you.
0: <laughs> okay, next on the list. We've so, already talked about this um, too. the. I
1: know. Uh, next on the list, number two. So second least, second most scary is uh Harold. Second scariest, I guess I should say.
0: I think that should be the first scariest.
1: Um, I don't know, man. I really think that their reasoning, the Watch Mojo people, their reasoning for the number one choice, it makes a lot of sense because. I didn't think it was going to scare me either, and it really horrified me, but I do think Harold was very menacing, and um, I also think the the same concept of uh, claustrophobia that works for the first one does kind of work for the kid who gets turned into a scarecrow in the Harold story. That's what I'm
0: saying. You didn't watch my dude dry <laughs> heave. <laughs> no, I did. Hey, oh. out of his throat. <laughs> Up out of his uh, esophagus. Uh, exactly. You yeah. didn't watch that. No, I
1: didn't. That was
0: fucking horrifying. It was
1: terrible. My throat got I seriously, the whole reason that I drank all the soda was because I just I was so thirsty after I saw that. I couldn't handle it. it was oh terrible. by the way, we got all our
0: snacks in.
1: Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, we got a bag of snacks in, we made sandwiches, but we also got popcorn and soda, so we also supported our local business. Although it's not a local business, it's West oh, I'm not gonna call it out. But they have like a <laughs> they have like a chain of theaters, so they're totally fine. We brought our sandwiches, and they're gonna be okay too. We also gave them money; it's fine. Um,
0: Hara, no, Dana, Dana, I'd like to take this time uh-huh. open it up. Huh? Justify us smuggling <laughs> snacks into the theater, please. No, like fully and thoroughly.
1: Um, I don't need to justify it because we already also bought snacks there. That you already said that. Listen to me. When you buy snacks at a movie theater, you're paying an overpriced, (laughs) listen to me, don't laugh at me, listen to me, this is, ugh, ugh, man, I'm gonna make you make dinner tomorrow again, too.
0: Um, All right, number one.
1: No, I'm going to get this point out. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it. Do it. When the price is built into the snacks like that, it's because they're not making a lot of money off of showing the actual movie, right? Because showing the movie is already expensive, and the people who made the movie are charging them a lot of money. So when we're giving them money at the snack bar, (laughs) we have already compensated them. It doesn't Uh matter that we brought in a sandwich and a... Fucking... Whatever, dog. I
0: I used to work at a movie theater. No, I didn't. I did. Oh, you did, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and I used to work at Grandma's Chinese Theater. So why did
1: it... You explain to me why it matters.
0: Because... Okay. The reason that (laughs) snacks are so expensive (laughs) in a movie theater is because they show the movies pretty much at cost.
1: That's exactly what I just said.
0: Oh... I'm sorry.
1: Number one monster was <laughs> the creepy lady in the hallway. Uh, I don't remember. Was her name just the wide pale lady? Pale lady. I said wide lady because not to be mean, it was because she had a really wide smile.
0: <laughs> hey wide lady! <laughs> hey wide lady! What are you doing? Why are you so wide, wide lady? <laughs> That's
1: all <what> <laughs> um, so- hey wide lady! <laughs> 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 so the pale, the pale, the pale lady, the pale lady was terrifying.
0: Now she's a pale white lady.
1: Um, I didn't say that. I just said the pale lady. Um, so I the, was the story called the dream? Is that what that one was? Yeah, the okay. dream, and
0: that's the scariest shit in the book, dog.
1: I don't know if I remember that one. Oh
0: my god, have you seen the drawing from? No. Woo!
1: Well, the it's whole, terrible. The whole reason I thought... I mean, that, it's
0: amazing. Sorry. The
1: whole reason I also agree that she was the scariest monster... I mean, they had really great reasoning too, but to, my reasoning was because her uh, depiction and translation into film from what the drawing was that I remember was so exact and so terrifying that it... It, it put me off. It, like, it, it creeped me out that she... It looked like the drawing had come to life in the movie. It was terrifying.
0: I mean, like, yeah, she <laughs> she definitely looked like a rejected attack on Titan monster. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly what she looked like in the book,
1: that's, so it was perfect. That's exactly what she was supposed to be, yeah. Um, I really liked it. I think watch Mojo, what they were saying was that it was really claustrophobic the way that, like, she had a series, She had the, like, same, like, Jason and, like, uh, like, like, she had that, like, serial killer pace of just, like, really slow plotting. Yeah. And any direction he turned, she was just there. And it kind of reminded me of the Ghosts and Mario, where if you turned around, they came up faster. Oh, my so
0: God. It, I started, totally. I, I totally see what you're saying. I
1: started getting really mad at him because he kept turning around for different hallways. And I started realizing that every time he would look down a hallway for her, she was a little... She was, like... Closer than she would have been if he had just been watching her from one hallway. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. And I know it's, like, just that. I think what was making me really claustrophobic is I realized that, like, even if he had just stood there watching her from one hallway, she eventually would have gotten to him. No matter what, she would have gone to him. That's why she's number one on the list because it makes you start to feel like it. It it embodies claustrophobia so perfectly that it's yeah. just like Ugh. oh no, she's <laughs> so <laughs> horrifying. Yeah. See,
0: I mean, I've been watching a lot of horror anime lot lately, and when we were watching it, that's I kept thinking it reminds me so much of like. A lot of the weird psychological, just getting in your brain, anime yeah. I've been watching lately, where every time you move, it just gets closer, and it's very cerebral, but it's very psychedelic. It's very strange. Yeah. Like I, it was, it was really scary. Well,
1: another thing too is that, like, I, I really tried to pay attention to the fact that. The end result of that scenario, you know how each of them, obviously, there's, like, an end scenario, and there's, you know, the each of them goes somewhere, right? His end scenario is that while he's, like, screaming, searching for a solution, she, like, opens up and swallows him. So he's consciously inside of her.
0: Yeah, people so, hella die in this so movie, that, by the way, everybody. No, nah, dog,
1: no, nah, that's the thing. I think each of these is supposed to embody an actual fear, like, an actual phobia so for him, the claustrophobia just fucking continues. He's just that close to her. Because my thing was, like, I was thinking of every other horror movie I've ever seen where, like, you're like, okay, the relief is going to be that that moment's going to end. He's going to get away, or he's going to die, or, like, something's going to happen where she's going to be away from him. No. She literally opened up her gown and swallowed him up, and he has to be that close on having that encounter with her constantly. Until they find him.
0: That's what I'm... Okay.
1: It's horrifying. It's horrifying.
0: People's eternal souls are sacrificed (laughs) to the horrors of this movie multiple times.
1: I hear exactly what you're saying. You know what? what? Cheers. Cheers. I I hear exactly what you're saying to that. I I get it.
0: Sorry. I didn't know we were getting into semantics here.
1: (laughs) It wasn't about semantics. I just... um. I just didn't know quite what you meant, but now I get it. Like,
0: So, well, okay, what were your overall thoughts of this movie as we start to close up?
1: You know, it was a young adult book to begin with. We knew that. They were really, really solid stories, and I was really, really glad to revisit it as somebody yeah. who read those stories. Um, I think it was exactly what I thought as far as the movie goes. I Definitely worth watching. Um, definitely a PG-13 horror movie. Like, go into that knowing it. It's mm-hmm. not really... I mean, we're... You know, we're thirty and thirty one, like it's not quite
0: thirty two.
1: It's not oh you're thirty two <laughs> You're hell old. We're thirty and thirty two. I don't know why I saw that, I'm two years younger than you. Um, but there were, like, there was a group next to us, which I really appreciated, because our sound was, like, kind of weird sometimes. There was a family watching it next to us, like, out of the back of their van, like, kind of tailgating it, and they had some, like, young girls with them that were, like, 8 to 10, maybe. Yeah. Perfect age to be there, honestly. It was, like... Definitely. It was, like, creepy, but it wasn't horrifying. Um, it's... I love that we have, like, a category now. It's that same thing of, like, um... Comedy movies that have really fun action in them, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the, like it's like a fun, like, cross genre almost. Um, I really like that this is a horror movie that you and I enjoyed that there were kids at that, like, I didn't feel weird about. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah was, it was a really cool experience, and I think it's worth seeing for well, sure.
0: I know we've been talking about that a lot while trying not to talk about the specifics of the movie, obviously, because we were talking about it here. Yeah. But I know we've been talking about the fact that. It was a genuinely scary movie that knew when to be scary and knew when to pull punches in the exact same way the original books did. Yeah. And while it wasn't the original books, it didn't live up to the original books. It just straight up didn't. For sure. I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah. And I'm really excited that it's going to introduce these stories to a whole new group of kids. Because... And it, anthology or not, I think probably it works better for younger kids to have a story and then build on that if they're going to do sequels. I
1: honestly think you might have really hit on it with that, though. I think the reason that you might have a kind of like, yeah, it's a great, like, it's cool, it's cool, whatever, is because there are going to be sequels to it. Yeah. I don't think this is the end of it.
0: Yeah, I really hope not. (laughs) That would be be so cool. What
1: other stories would you want to see? Oh, man. Man. Are there any that you remember, like off the top of your head? Because I know there's like there's just a ton.
0: Well, see, and I know they like did it already, and I know I've kind of driven this one into the ground. But I'd really love the hearse song. I'd love just I'd love the graveyard. I'd I'd love the corpse coming back from the dead yeah. and coming up from the graveyard. I think that will be really fun, especially since they already introduced the song, maybe when- as like as the theme of the next one. To make it even be like oh like scary stories to tell in the dark the hearse song yeah and make it about bringing a dead body back to life or something. I don't know oh that would gosh. be super you cool. Know what I was
1: actually thinking was what if it played in the beginning and then it like put that body back together right and then it was kind of like a tales from the crypt thing where that body hosted <laughs> an anthology. That would of be the so story. tight. That would be super cool. I would right? be super yeah, into that. I would really like that too.
0: Do you have anything
1: no, else about I think, this? I think we would wrap it up at that point, right? We were, we went over all five. We we talked about the fact that Stephen Gamble is the genius illustrator on this, and Alvin Schwartz was the writer. It was a trilogy. It was three books that we grew up with that were brilliant, and they are being brought back to being brought back to life um, in this movie. I'm assuming, honestly, knowing the way that Hollywood works is that there might be something else coming.
0: I would honestly. really, really I hope so. I think it so. would be really
1: cool if they did more. I think it, it it applies itself to a vehicle of definitely making more movies. Definitely. Definitely.
0: definitely. Um, can we take a few minutes to talk about just how thankful we are to have a drive-in theater in Sacramento? Yes. I had one of the most magical perfect movie-going experiences I've ever had last night. It was really fun. Just pulling up to to a drive-in theater, rolling our (laughs) windows down. There was a breeze going. We're watching a movie set partially in -in drive-in theaters, which was so cool. There was a bunch of kids like running around in fold-out chairs. There was people smoking we it was just like a perfect i mean like i just it was so peaceful and nice and like there was a popcorn wrapper rolling by at one point i could see <laughs> the stars i was i was just so happy it was just so representative of like everything joe bob briggs talks about yeah when he talks about Like, oh, like, what it means to, like, go to a drive-in. It was just perfect. Yeah,
1: it was really quintessential as an experience. I'm really glad that we did that as, like, a drive-in thing, too. We're definitely going to watch it again because it was kind of dark, but it was really good. (laughs) Definitely.
0: Do you want to go over, uh, any more of these weird notes I wrote down before we, uh, sign off?
1: (laughs) Definitely. I
0: think I only have one one more really before a... Something special I've been working up for the audience.
1: Alright, alright.
0: <laughs> alright. I already said R rated Captain Planet, right? <laughs> alright. Bob Odenkirk as any Marvel hero.
1: <laughs> Which one would be your favorite, though?
0: Doctor Strange.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would say, uh, wait, is Captain Planet Marvel? Captain, no. No, we not Captain Planet. Uh, what's the What's the Captain Marvel? Uh, no, Captain America. Is that a thing?
0: Black Panther.
1: No. Who's the Chris Evans? Is it Chris Evans? The one with the American Thor? flag, the Patriot dude.
0: <laughs> no, that's
1: yeah. Uh, what fuck? Captain uh, America. Yeah,
0: Captain America. That's what I said. We're the worst.
1: But that's what I said. You just didn't recognize it.
0: You said Captain Planet.
1: Bob Odenkirk is Captain America. Dog.
0: Buddenkirk as Captain America would be the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I just wrote this down willy-nilly. I hadn't thought about that. You're on to something.
1: Yeah, yeah. He'd be good Thor, too, I think, for sure.
0: <laughs> oh, my fucking God. He would be the perfect Thor.
1: I just think he'd be really funny in all these roles.
0: Well, I, uh, just need to pick up my hammer, uh, absolutely.
1: (laughs) I'm just imagining that, like, piece of his hair fall out, like, of its, like, perfect slick back formation, just, like, from getting too much exertion, you know?
0: Remember that episode? (laughs) (laughs) Never mind, we need to stop, okay. Do you have any
1: more notes?
0: Yeah, I have one more note, as I was, just as I stopped myself before we just, Remember this. Remember that. Um, I have one more note. It's more of a slogan. I know we normally <laughs> normally sign off with uh, turkeys get cooked, and they do every fucking time turkeys get cooked. Every single time. But also, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been talking about it to Dana. I've been praying about it to my Lord Jesus Christ. I'm talking to the stars about it. I've been talking to the rocks about it. I'm swishing some water around. See how it fucking ripples and sloshes. Get your
1: fucking life on.
0: All right. All right. What what I've come to realize is I don't know if they're ready for it. All right, Vibers. Here it is.
1: I'm so, I'm so fucking mad at you. Are you sure? I'm gonna edit all this shit out.
0: There's a, The last one was Canadian vibes. I know we already talked about this. This movie was Canadian as shit. Okay. Alright, but before we sign off, after turkeys get cooked and you've eaten that turkey and you're ready for bed, you've gotten a good nap, you hug your family goodbye for the holidays. can't
1: stand the heat
0: get your feet out of the street
1: i'm so mad that you made us wait for that bullshit
0: weird vibes